Hi, it's Naya here. And Tuli. And this is Rant Much. Awesome, guys. So I hope you all are doing well. How are you, Tuli? I'm good. I'm really, really tired. Girl, yes. Girl, yes. <laughs> yeah, these evening recording times are hard for me, child, because listen, I, I can't. <laughs> <laughs> Tuli is definitely an early bird, and I'm like a night owl. Like, definitely a night owl to the point of like 5, 2 a.m. She's replying to mm. me in her morning, and I'm like, uh. Yeah, I'm just living the best she life, hasn't getting even, productive. Yeah, <laughs> you haven't even gone to bed yet when I've woken no. up to start the new day. <laughs> Literally, I'm like, yeah, it's like 1 or 2 a.m. here. You know, I'm just alive and awake. It's great. And then that's the uh, reason why I hate mornings so much. So if anyone who knows me knows I hate mornings, like with a passion. I will never understand why the sun gets up and people get up with it. Like, that's just weird to yeah. me. It's no, I love that. I, I just don't believe in wasting the day. Why are you too. wasting the day? God yeah. gave you a whole day, a whole 24 hours. Let's yeah. use it, okay? Yeah. And I'm also really productive in the mornings. I, I can't do this nighttime thing. I'm not a night. I don't even like nightlife. I don't even go out. That's real. Okay? That's real. And that's weird because I'm not a big, like, partier type person. But I'm all for, like, hey, let's go out here or there with my friends. It's only with my yeah. friends. I'm not going out with a bunch of people I don't know. Okay? So, yeah. like, everybody's like, I'm party hopping. I'm jumping here. I'm drinking all over the place. And I'm I'm the type of person who's like, can you give me a book and a Snuggie and a bottle of wine? That's it. That's all I want. I'm actually like 50, guys, if you didn't know. Like, so emotionally, I, I'm so 50. We're both like 50-year-olds. So don't don't so listen to us I, when I we say we're in our 20s. Be, I must be 68. I can't be 50. That's me. a bit young for me. Yes. I think 68 is definitely where I'm at. <laughs> Thanks. And I'm over here like 55, going strong. Love it. Love it. Like, I just, I can't even at this point. Everybody's like, Naya, you need to be young. I don't even know what that means anymore. Don't even know. What is that? What no, is that? So that. on that topic of us being young and all of these years of opportunity, today's topic is about freelancing as artists. Um, so mm-hmm. as you all know, the one of the foundations of this podcast is the fact that we are not in the same area we're not in the same job market for that matter heck we're not even on the same side of the equator guys so let's just think about that for a minute so Tuli is in Joburg freelancing as an actress uh, and I am freelancing here in Michigan as an actress Detroit strong pride all of that above Um, the Motown scene is still thriving we're still artists here um, we just don't have as big of a scene as like, you know, New York or L.A. or, you know, some of the other powerhouse cities that you may think of when you think entertainment. But Julie's literally in Joburg, which is the equivalent of New York for them. Yeah. So that, yeah. that's a whole different, you know, versus battle right there. Um, yeah. So, Tuli, what is it like for you in Joburg as a freelance artist? I mean, listen, it's it's. Uh, it, 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 I just ran out of words. <laughs> she said, hold on, let me think about that for a minute. <laughs> like, I knew we were talking about this today, but I just, the words just didn't download in time. Girl, the tell English me about it. The English just ran away from me for a bit. <laughs> uh, you know, being bilingual and all. Yep. Uh, multilingual and all. Yeah, um, true. 
but anyways i i it's it's tough man it's really tough um I don't know how else to put it other than it is is a tough bite, okay? It's really not for the faint-hearted. I think being a freelancer in any part of the world, but particularly in my context, is really being an entrepreneur as being an artist, is being an art-trepreneur, which is what we use. Oh, cool. You know, and really making a business of yourself Mm -hmm. and fully just understanding that you can't just have one stream of income right i think freelancing yeah. is that generally that is the basis of freelancing and uh, fortunately i think we've been trained in ways that allow us to evoke certain uh, different um parts of our talents and yeah. skills for example i'm like really great at doing admin work which is a huge part of the job that i'm doing right now where tell I tell me about can, it man. i can i can literally i can literally sort out an artist's life make sure that their schedules are, you know, in place and booked and they know where to be. And, you know, all of the admin behind the work is done because that's important. Yeah. If you don't know how to like vouch for yourself, how to send an email, how to um, approach an agent, how to approach a manager, how to approach a funder for your play, then like you're missing half the work, right? You can't just be the artist. You have to be, you know, the brain behind it and the talent. And I think I'm able to do that well. Same, same. And yeah, I think that's that's what's the difficulty about it is being everything for yourself. Yeah. Is what I found really, really difficult last year. I also found that during um lockdown and quarantine and, and this global pandemic that we're in, I learned that I'm I don't have a hustler spirit. <laughs> like a lot of artists. You know what I mean? Like yeah. if I'm being a hundred percent honest, let me tell you something. I like comfort. Okay. I like to know that this is how much money I'm earning every month. I like to know that on a Tuesday, I teach these classes. I like to know that on a Thursday, I'm in rehearsal on a Friday, I'm on set. And on a Saturday, I'm chilling. You know what I mean? Like I like to have structure and I learned about myself that I am not a hustler. And that um, was a difficult realization to come to because we all think that we can be entrepreneurs and own our own production companies. And mind you, I did. I, registered my own production company and thought, okay, this is the vision I have for it. This is what I'm going to do for it. And then the pandemic struck and I was like, oh, well, that's a bust. (laughs) A true entrepreneur would never have done that. A true entrepreneur would have found ways to To keep going. Make sure, exactly. And make sure that they're making money. I want to close this company down because I'm like, what the hell am I doing with it? I, I'm fine. I'm good. Yeah. I'm, I'm not a business owner. It's okay. I, I was joking. I was kidding. It's I'm okay. dead. <laughs> <laughs> but that's kind of how it goes. I think a lot of times it's like, it just takes a lot of trial and error. Um, both of us have a lot of hyphens as to so eloquently alluded to is like, as an artist, you have no choice but to be a hyphenator, right? So when we mm. say hyphens, we're meaning I am a singer, hyphen musician, hyphen producer, hyphen director. And the list just goes on because the truth of the matter is when you're in a company, somebody has a position for all of those different things. When you're an artist, you are doing all of those things. And what's funny is people don't think about that when they're watching a movie, but every actor that you see on that set has had to be their own agent at some point, their own manager, their own producer, their own director, their own stage combat fighter, like director, Mm. which is a whole nother thing, let me tell you. (laughs) 
stage combat mm. is a whole nother thing dialect coaching is a whole nother thing these are special skills yeah. that Tuli and I both learned both of us are trained that's the other thing too there are a lot of yeah. artists out here who are not necessarily trained a lot of the people who usually have recognition and have a lot of you know hype behind them actually do have a lot of training some of them have masters mm. at least here in America you know they do they have yeah. masters and bachelors in that there are a lot of places who don't necessarily have official schools for the arts but for those of us who knew that this was our life path here in america a lot of us do like and the truth of the matter is mm. even if you don't have a degree supporting you there's a lot of training that goes into it yeah. even once i have yeah. the degree i still need to be yeah. taking classes because i wouldn't expect any athlete to go on the court after not playing for two three yep. years that's just ridiculous yep. they would hurt themselves mm. they will forget yeah they're not gonna mm. win an nba championship or a super bowl if they don't have that training still in their back pocket. So why do we expect mm. actors to do the same? I don't know. I will never understand mm. that. We don't treat artists the same way. And I think what's interesting is the fact that in Europe, they just have a better system in terms of like, there's yeah. always work going on. As an actor mm. and as an artist here in America, you literally have to search high and low and find it and put yourself in the right circle in the right spheres. I mean, that networking mm -hmm. aspect that we have, I think is can be used in any you know, any job market, I think a lot of people who get degrees specifically from where I went to school, the University of Michigan, a lot of us don't necessarily go on to be artists because I think it goes back to what Tuli said of like, if you don't have the hustler mindset to some degree, you are setting yourself up for not being an artist. Mm -hmm. So what is something mm -hmm. that you can be more stable in? And there's a world mm -hmm. of possibility because I like to say I didn't just get a degree in acting. I actually got a whole degree in learning how to understand people, to be honest. Mm. Like, it wasn't acting mm. that I really wanted to get a degree in. That's what I thought I was getting a degree in. And I walked out with all of these life skills that a lot of other people don't get the privilege or the opportunity to dissect and figure out. Like, your freshman to maybe your junior year of college is literally you journaling every single class. Like, that's an assignment. You have to be mm. introspective every single class about how it felt to do this exercise what you did here what you did there like it's a part of your curriculum it is literally a part of you as an artist to figure out what do you bring to the table versus what does your character yeah. bring to the table so I think yeah. that is kind of a lot of things that you don't really talk about and it actually kind of answers the next question of like what is freelancing taught you about yourself it's like Tuli knows that she's not a hustler, whereas I know that I yeah. am. I, we talk about this all the time. <laughs> Tuli was like, I want to be sitting here watching TV. And I was like, but I yeah. feel so uncomfortable watching TV. I feel like I'm wasting time. Like Something's wrong. And now that the world is somewhat opening up a little bit, I mean, we're still in lockdown. Both of us are, really. Um, yeah. It's like, okay, there's more opportunity, but... It's not all the opportunity, but Broadway may open up at the end of this yeah. year. So, like, the world is like, let's go! Mm, even though I don't even mm. want to be on Broadway, but I think in the theater world, Broadway is like, if Broadway is opening up, maybe we can open up uh, too, you know? So, it's it's not Let even me the tell same. you something. I wish I I could sing. Let's <laughs> just start there. I, in, as a kid, like, Broadway was my freaking dream. Yeah. If I could sing and dance, because I can act my ass off, but, like, I cannot dance <laughs> to save my life. I cannot sing to save yeah. my life. And I was literally funny enough, like an hour before this call, <laughs> I was uh, listening to the Dream Girl soundtrack oh! and just belting out the songs here in my room. Love it. Um, and then I listened to Mamma Mia straight after that because I love musicals. Love oh. musicals. 
But, you know, God just did not bless me in that way. Okay. You know, but you got so, so many other gifts that, like, he did bless <laughs> you with. You know, like, and I'm going to be honest. That's true. Being a musician ain't all as cracked up to be. I feel like uh, we, I mean, we already talked about on the last episode how, like, I will sometimes drink a glass of wine or stuff at home. I have to be very mindful of that because I was trained as a musician. And alcohol makes you really dehydrated. And I think what's crazy mm-hmm. to me is the fact that a lot of people in, like, their 20s and, like, their 30s are, like, I'm going to get drunk and smoke every weekend. And I'm like, I literally cannot do that because my yeah. livelihood depends on me being yeah. available and capable of doing yeah. anything at the drop of a hat. And I don't even want yeah. that to get into a habit. Like, in quarantine, that's 100%. real cute. But the minute I get dehydrated, like, again, we are athletes of the heart, as my teacher used to tell us. It's like, if you're not physically, emotionally, and spiritually available for the experience that art is going to take you on, good luck. Like, you're going to yeah. be working 10 times harder to put in the work. Like, Beyonce, this went a whole vegan lifestyle for Coachella, y'all. Yeah. Like, it's a... I it's mean, I could choice. never. Me, me. I could, I could never. Come me out, come me out. I'm, I'm South African. I'm closer. I need meat. Okay? Girl, but like, I'm American. I need I, meat. <laughs> <laughs> I totally hear what you're saying. Like, um, I think a lot of the times people don't understand that our jobs, like, are so consuming, um, yeah. and require every single part of us. Whereas a lot of the times, if you work an office job, like, it's just your mind that's yeah. kind of like working, and you're at, like, you can like physically be there and like emotionally you're in your breakup last week whereas with us i need to physically be there because i am physically using my body to tell stories um i have to actually speak when i don't feel like speaking because i'm actually using my voice as an instrument and as a medium i need to have my emotions engaged and my mind engaged because you know it's all of this emotional recall and i'm actually bringing a person to life here and whether I'm sad or not, that doesn't matter if you're playing, you know, the freaking Joker or whatever nope. you're playing. Like, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter who you are, what you're bringing. The person and the actor are two completely different people. And that's a whole other thing and a whole other conversation. conversation yeah. You know, but on the point of what freelancing has taught me about myself, like I said, I am not a hustler. (laughs) But another thing, which I think is the most important thing it's taught me about myself is the kind of life I want to live. Right. I mean, yeah, quarantine has been hard, but what it's taught me is how much I enjoy the flexibility. Yes. I love the fact that I can nap on a Tuesday afternoon. Okay. Beyond said, working my ass off from Wednesday and Thursday, Friday, I'm at a rehearsal for half the day. Then I'm at a lunch with a friend. Yeah. I love being able to choose what my schedule is. I, I cannot imagine anything worse than working a nine to five and having to be, you know, head down, click clacking at a keyboard the entire day. And I live for weekends. Yeah. No, so it's my, my, my freaking Wednesday must feel like a weekend if I feel like I want it to be a weekend. Which really sucks, I I think, on my side because kind of, you know, answering the question of what am I currently doing of, like, I'm working in retail and sometimes I do have eight-hour shifts and I hate my life Mm. after I finish them because Mm. I think we're very similar in that sense of, like, I live with my Google calendar. Like my Google calendar mm. is my life. Everything is color coordinated. Everything has a topic. Mm. Even if it, things change, I have to adjust it. So like, I feel that if like, yeah. I don't know if I could, I don't know if I could live the rest of my life like that because I really do. I mean, we talk about this all the time. I want a family. And so when I think about my childhood, yeah. 
I think about stability and like what is a stable thing. So hopefully by that time, mm. some things will be more stable for me. Yeah. But, but yeah. in my 20s right now, when it's just me, I don't even have a partner right now. Like I can mm-hmm. live this life. I could do this for years, yeah. you know, like I was telling my 100%. friend earlier today, I really feel like I'm going to be a nomad for a few years. Like as much as I want to have a central home, I'm, I will probably be paying rent or a lease or a loan or whatever at that central place. But you may want to call me before you try and roll up to my house because I may not even be in the state, y'all. <laughs> like, that's what type of life I feel like is heading my way. Like, that's just always been yeah. me. like up and go, go, go. But I also just need mm-hmm. a central home base. So I feel that. I definitely feel that. So I guess mm, to finish answering that question, I'm working in retail. I also am tutoring on the side. And I'm a freelance artist who also is an acting teacher who also is creating a blog and also doing this podcast and creating music. So that's what I'm doing now. So to give you an idea of what a freelancer is and what exactly it takes. Yeah. What about you? What are you doing right now? I'm an actress first and foremost. So, you know, it is castings and auditions whenever I do get them. Mm-hmm. I am newly uh, just added a new job title to my list of job titles. <laughs> I am an agent as well. Amen, amen. Um, yeah, I'm currently training at one of the best agencies in South Africa. Yeah. Let me add, because I'm, I'm also an artist in that agency. Mm-hmm. Um, I am a facilitator slash teacher. So I teach physical theater and drama. Um, and what else do I do? I, I, I was a business owner, but I'm not anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not anymore. Yeah. So and and I'm 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 doing this podcast, I guess. Yeah. So basically anything and everything. Oh, and I'm a voiceover artist. Oh, really good at it too. Really so, good voiceover artist. Thanks, <laughs> thanks, thanks. So yeah, actress, uh, agent, voiceover artist, facilitator, slash teacher. That's what I do. That's what my life looks like. Um and yeah, I mean, I, I, I love being able to, I, I, I think for me, I love being needed. Same. You know, I love feeling like this space can't operate without me. And if I'm not, then it can't run at the pace it used to run at or at the pace it needs to run at, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah, it feels really so I love nice being to have needed. that feeling. I don't know why, but it's like yeah, very, yeah. I don't know, therapeutically secure. Like it feels like, oh, if I yeah. were to go, like you said, it's like if I were to go tomorrow, something would be different it wouldn't be the same exactly uh, exactly makes you feel special i love that i love <laughs> yeah but for me i think it's more feeling like i'm contributing to a yeah, space it feels like i'm a collaborator in a yeah. space like i'm actually necessary here i'm not just a placeholder mm-hmm. um so i really love that so I, I i don't know for me i love the idea of finding balance and finding stability in the chaos, yes yes right so I mean, yeah, like I said, I want my Wednesday to feel like a weekend, but best believe I need to have a steady paycheck. My teaching job that's on a Monday and Tuesday, that's my steady paycheck, for example. Or me being an agent, that's my steady paycheck, for example. And then I've got all these really fun things that I do in between. So definitely love the stability of being able to be like a part-time employee somewhere and earn a really good salary. But... I I, I need to switch it up every once in a while. I feel that. I feel that. You know? So like I said, I am an agent newly, um, but I know that the definitions of agent and manager are different in our context. Yeah. So what does agent slash manager, that kind of relationship thing look like 
on your side of so the world? So on my side of the world here in America, what has been explained to me from friends who have them, I do not currently have either an agent or a manager, <laughs> but from my understanding in the education that I was given, your manager uh, <laughs> curates your whole career. So they are like literally your best friend. They are your career best friend mm. because they are going to get you in the room I hate to use the Hamilton reference, but the room where it happens, okay? All of the different rooms. Mm. Um, so if Tuli were to go into a office space and say, I want to be a voiceover artist, I want to be the next Beyonce, I want to do all those different things, your manager is going to be like, okay, well, let's get you in some recording studio time. Um, let's get you with a vocal coach. Let's put you in with some dance lessons. See where you're at. Okay, voiceover, great. Let's do this, 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 and this. They are going to projectile your whole career. That's their literal mm. job. Um, mm. The agent, however, is specifically someone for every single category of your life. So if she were to say, I want to be the next Beyonce, that means you need to have a television agent, a theater agent, um, commercial, which isn't necessarily just commercial. That could be literal commercials or that could be magazine, book, tour. It could be a lot of other things. If you write books, that's a whole nother agent. Mm. A book agent is a whole Yeah, other. that's a whole other exactly. thing. Yeah. So it all depends on what exactly your career trajectory is. So for me, I sing, I act, and I dance. And I also do voiceover and combat. So those are like my top five mm. if I had to put myself somewhere. Um, I can do all of those things. I would need an agent for maybe three or four of them, right? So definitely voiceover, definitely music, definitely acting. I can't. I'm not a dancer, trained dancer, more so like I am concert dance. Like I can be Beyonce if I had to, but mm. even, but I can't be J-Lo, if that makes sense. Like J-Lo is a trained dancer, y'all. Like there's a very yeah. big difference. Yeah. She can sing, but she's a trained dancer. Um, so yeah. like, it's very different like that. Um, a lot of my friends, even when you have an agent, you're still finding your own work. Like they are sending you auditions. Mm -hmm but you are best to find your own auditions on top of what they're sending you. And anything that you book, booking essentially means you get the part, right? We say, oh, you booked. Um, and that means you got mm -hmm. the part. Anything that you book, you have to give them like 10 or 15%. So if it's your agent and yeah. your manager, they both, you know, they both get 10 or one and one gets yeah. 15. Or So like we're talking about 25% of your paycheck, yeah it's immediately gone so for me for yep. someone who does not have an agent or manager and i'm going back to school i'm gonna wait okay i'm gonna really wait yeah. because i ain't trying to let yeah. you and then there's tax on top of and that. then there's, there's tax, tax on top of because that. uh yeah. your money is taxed and then when you fill out your taxes for the year that's a whole nother other hit let me tell you your bank account yeah. be feeling real hurt yeah. real hurt yeah <laughs> I mean, I think I think our our stuff is pretty similar. Mm -hmm. Like you know, a, an agent really books is a booker. Yeah. Really, they book gigs for you. But I do think the difference is that we don't really have a, like all these subcategories for okay. uh, for agents. Like your acting agent, a lot of the time will be your vo your voice okay. agent. Although we do have voice agents, actually, we do have particular voiceover agents yeah. because a lot of agencies don't really have the capacity. Or don't have the kind of database to get your voice out there, but they are acting agents. They're not necessarily voiceover yes. agents. So yeah, for dancers, I'm sure there are different yeah. agents. I'm sure there are different modeling agents, too. Obviously, yeah. books, modeling also definitely different things. But I've never heard of like a combat, like combat as a thing that we do. Yeah, here. like like 
I don't know. Maybe I'm just it, not. I'm not that well. I think for us, it's definitely um, in like your special skills as an actor. It may not be like a special yeah. category, but yeah, I agree. It's not like a whole second thing, but it's definitely a big part of my life. Yeah. So, yeah, and like agents normally are just acting agents. I don't yeah. think we have TV and and theater agents. We oh, just okay. have agents, you know. And, and a lot of the times, our TV agents don't have that much access in the theater world, okay. which is where you come in and you book your own shit in the theater. Amen. Okay? Theater gigs hardly ever go through act uh, agencies unless you're talking Lion King, Sarafina, like these big tours. pantomimes, yeah, Cinderella, tours. whatever. Tours, yeah, yes. Yeah. Then they'll go through agencies because then they're looking for like musically trained okay. um, uh, actors. But generally speaking, man, you make your own fucking work, man. You, you're you like, hey, you know, you know, come come perform in my play. I wrote something and I, and I think you'd be really dope for it. That's just basically how the theater industry works for us. Yeah, and but, that's very similar yeah, to us. Basically... It's like you write you write things, and you say, "Hey, I knew you from college, and you were really good for this. Can you do this?" I've literally gotten invitations that way. People yeah. have literally made even in college. People made parts, saw me in school shows, and were like, "Oh, I think you would be great for this part that I wrote." It happens all the time. Like mm. relationship building, even mm. amongst your classmates, is huge because you just Ooh. know you just know so something about the other person. So important. Honestly, like you're sitting in class, if you're an artist right yeah. now, whatever space you're in, you're sitting in class with the next Amen. Beyonce. You're sitting in class with the next freaking huge, biggest casting agent your country has yeah. ever seen. You're sitting in class with the next Bill yep. Gates, with the next Steve Jobs, whatever it is. You're literally sitting right next to them. And so building those kinds of relationships in your student years, my word, I cannot tell you how valuable that is. And no one can take that shit away from you, okay? Let me tell you, some of the biggest opportunities I've had have just been someone referring me because, yep. oh, my word, Truly can do that. Oh, my word, Truly would be great yep. for that. And I walk into a room because the relationship I've built with said person spoke for me before I even reached the room, okay? Sure. So those things are really important. I think that's just a, like a general life principle, mm -hmm. right? I agree. So... Yeah, man, that's really like, yeah, my piece on, on freelancing. I mean, I mean, this shit is hard. That's the nitty gritty you know, of it, me, the quick and been, easy. Mm, yeah, yeah, it's it's really hard. It's really tough, particularly when you're broke. <laughs> <laughs> Woohoo! Yeah. Okay, let me tell you, when you are broke, you're going to be like, let me dust off that degree, that social work degree. Let Let's me dust go. off that politics degree. Let me let me. What do else do I know about because... that I can make money off of? Oh, okay, great. Exactly. <laughs> oh, OnlyFans is the okay. Thing. Okay, let me drop these panties. <laughs> okay, because it's bad. Okay, we you gotta figure out. Like to some degree, every artist has a hustler mentality, right? So like you gotta figure out to what facet you are. But to hustle is just a way of life. Like, it really is. It's crazy how they say, like, millennials are the people who, like, had to learn how to have multiple incomes and you don't stay at a job for too long. But it's like, no, seriously, yeah. all of us are like that now. Like, it just is what it is. Yeah. Um, so that is the nitty gritty of freelancing. And as we've just said, like, <laughs> not much is different across the ocean, mm. you know, but also yeah, there are some differences, some slights. There are some differences. And I mean, more than anything, we are artists. Yeah. So we do know that there is a collaboration coming. I mean, this project itself, this podcast is a collaboration. Yeah. But I'm super excited to hit the stage with you one day. Ooh, ooh. 
and uh, for us to create some real art together. Oh, okay, let's go. Let's go. I'm ready uh, for it. But yeah, guys, that's that on that. That's on life. That's on Pert. Okay. Thank you so much for listening to our episode on freelancing and the differences between Joburg and Michigan. Catch us very soon next time as we tackle another topic and rant and rant and rant. Do not forget to rant with us uh, where the ranting continues on our Instagram page. Follow us and comment and let's have a, a rant session together. Bye, Bye guys.